Hello, everyone. Welcome to my very first episode here on the Reef Talk. So kind of how this whole idea started. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty nerded out on this whole reefing scene. And I found myself almost always when I was either going to work or just taking a long drive somewhere, I would always find myself, you know, logging on to YouTube and uh, pretty much just logging into the people I follow, whether inappropriate reefer, reef dudes, Rico, um, any one of those amazing guys. And anytime they had a new video uploading, or believe it or not, I would even actually start watching old videos. But I would always find myself just playing the audio um, through my Bluetooth and my speakers uh, in my car. So, you know, I just always loved surrounding myself by something reef related. I uh, didn't really care what they were talking about. Um, but, you know, I there was always knowledge to be learned. So in that, I really started thinking, I said, well, what real, you know, big podcasts are there out there? And I didn't see very many at all. I did see one pretty successful one that was out uh, probably about seven years ago. Uh, but it kind of dwindled and isn't really doing anything anymore. So I just really saw a need for, you know, everyone here to have a podcast where they can come. Uh, they can do what I love to do and just listen when we're on the go. Uh, you know, you you know, YouTube videos are great and all. Obviously, I do them quite a bit. Um, but sometimes we just don't have that luxury, especially in the life we live in. Uh, it's pretty fast-paced. It's always nice to, you know, either be at the gym, uh, be on the go, be in the office, just have your headset on, and really just be listening about, you know, what we all enjoy. So that was kind of my whole motivation, my whole reason for starting this podcast on uh, the Reef Talk and really to be, bring you guys uh, the same information, the same knowledge, the same uh, entertainment that obviously I already, or at least I think I bring on my Instagram platform uh, for you guys that don't follow me there, uh, as well as my YouTube channel. And obviously those two platforms are Eat Sleep Brief. That's kind of how I'm known in the industry. Uh, but, you know, really wanted to venture out and, and touch into this podcast scene and hopefully bring you guys, you know, what I'm imagining this uh, podcast channel to become. So kind of an outline, you know, you maybe you guys are wondering, so what exactly is this going to be? You know, what uh, what direction uh, is Antonio going to take this in? And that's something I want to cover here on the first episode. Um, you know, this first episode here, like I mentioned, guys, it's pretty much just an outline, uh, pretty much just letting you guys know what you can expect uh, here on the Reef Talk. So, you know, if it's something you enjoy, great. Maybe I'll learn your, your subscription. If it's something, you know, you never want to hear about, well, I'm very sorry. But um, kind of the plans, right? So the plans for this podcast, guys, are, again, first and foremost, to bring educational content, informative content, where we can help people that are looking to get started in reef tanks. You know, they can come here and, and learn quite a bit. Um, also, you know, for people that are doing reefing and have been doing reefing for a while, and let's say the pest or the nuisance algaes or just tons of the variable stuff we all encounter in our reefing community. Be a place where we can come and just talk about that, right? Like on some episodes, we may talk about common pests in the reef tank and how to handle them. Uh, some episodes, we may talk about new equipment because that's another great thing we have in this quickly evolving uh, hobby we're in is there's tons of new technology coming out. I mean, 2018 was filled with quite a few stuff. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but I actually attended my very first um, event, and that was Magna 2018 in Las Vegas. So that will probably be a whole episode on its own. Um, it was very cool. 
one of the coolest things I, I think from that event was meeting so many of the YouTubers there. I mean, we had YouTubers come out from the UK, uh, YouTubers come, uh, uh, you know, from across the United States, and just being able to put a face to that person that you're always watching to, it, it, it's really interesting. Um, you know, I'm always, and I'm pretty sure you guys can relate, I'm always watching these YouTube videos, and it it comes a point where you kind of feel like you know the person. I don't know if I'm losing you guys there, or maybe if I'm just weird and I'm the only one that thinks that. But I really feel a connection with these people. I feel like I know them. I feel like I know their their reef tank. I feel like I know their fish. I know their corals. I know the issues they struggle. It's it, it's crazy. So being able to meet these people was really great. And of course, I had all my uh, great fans come up to me, take pictures. Um, it was great, you know, putting a, a face to those names that are always commenting um, in the comments. So all in all, it was great. So aside from meeting the great people. It was very cool to see the new products, but firstly, I was kind of uh, impressed. I was honestly expecting more coral and fish than I saw. Um, if you were going for coral and fish, it was a big letdown because there was a few vendors there, but mainly I didn't really know that Magna isn't really uh, a consumer. It's more for like wholesalers to meet each other and to see the new products and to strike deals and you know all that stuff. Um, but yeah, there was some whole, the, some, uh, people selling fish, some people selling, uh, corals and, um, that was all fine and dandy. One of the cool things I saw when it came to livestock biota aquariums with, uh, their yellow tang. So for you guys know, in 2018, Hawaii, uh, pretty much banned the export of yellow tangs and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that was our only source to get yellow tangs as far as from the wild. Um, so that was pretty a pretty big hit um, to our community. So I I don't know if that ban is still there. I think it was lifted. Um, I think Hawaii has been trying to do that for quite a while, and every time it gets lifted uh, for one reason or another. But it, it it really evolves. You know, stuff like that really pushes the hobby. Um, it really pushed companies like Biota Aquariums to uh, go really out of their way and figure out a a way to um, start, uh, really having yellow tangs, uh, breed in captivity. So talking to those guys, it, it was great to hear the, the hurdles they overcame, uh, to really do that. You know, we all think it's very simple, put a male yellow tang and a female yellow tang in water with rock and you should be fine, right? <laughs> in theory, yes. Uh, but yeah, hearing what they had to overcome to achieve that, uh, really, you know, really gave me a lot more appreciation for, for those fish they had there. So they, they had, I mean, these really tiny yellow tangs. They were almost see-through. Um, you can probably check it out on my YouTube channel. Um, but it was very interesting. I mean, uh, you know, just hearing everything they had to go through, I think we're going to have to even have an episode with Biota Aquarium to really talk about those hurdles that, uh, that they had to, over, to overcome. Um, but yeah, that was one of the cool things. Um, obviously, Magna tends to always have tons of dry goods uh, that are debuted there. One of the things I honestly went for, and um, I'm pretty sure a lot of us went for, was for the Triton, oh, what's the name of it? Shoot, I cannot remember the name. But it's the Triton Calcium Alkalinity 
and magnesium checker. I think it's called the tri the trident. So a lot of people were there. A lot of people were wondering if if they're going to be coming out. So I ran over to their booth. Uh, not to mention, guys, if you guys missed uh, the YouTube video either I produced or anyone else produced on Magna, their tank, the Neptune system tank, was absolutely stunning. I believe it was done by uh, LAX Aquariums. So LAX did an amazing job setting up that thing. That thing had tons of clownfish in there, tons of coral. It's really crazy to believe how companies like this can set up a tank that amazing in one day. Now, given, you know, it probably wouldn't be sustainable after a few weeks just because the amount of water changes you'd have to do. Um, but it, it's really cool what they're able to do. You know, a lot of us that are listening to these, you're probably saying, damn, it takes me, you know, a few months to do the scape and do the cycle. How the heck do these people do it in one day, right? Um, but yeah, like I said, they're pretty much for a day and they're doing huge water changes uh, to those systems. So obviously in that type of environment, you kind of got to deliver a caliper showpiece. And obviously they're aware on the maintenance that needs to happen. Uh, but it was very cool to see them do that. So again, I went over to Neptune Systems and um, walked over and I was like, so I see you guys have the Trident here, but when are we releasing it? So long story short, it turned into pretty much uh, next year, uh, summer of next year, which is 2019 summer. So, you know, I was kind of light down. Um, but what the guy pretty much said to back his story up was, you know, we want to deliver a product that isn't failing because... What they're delivering can essentially crash your tank in literally a matter of hours. You know, you can have a crazy overdose um, on it. And if the fail safes aren't in place uh, to make sure that doesn't happen, I'm pretty sure we're going to have tons of unhappy customers, right? So that's another thing that's, you know, th so many topics are coming to my head now. We can probably have Apex here talking about the Trident down the road. But um, so, yeah, that was the Trident. That's what I was excited for. And hopefully this year, 2019, we're able to see that product. Um, but uh, going back to that topic on auto test kits, there's a lot of companies that are coming out with them. Um, Alcatronic being one. Uh, what's the other? There's there's another company called, what is it called? How come every time I'm recording these episodes, I can never remember anything? Like if I'm not recording, you can come and ask me and I'll, I'll know like every name. And as soon as I start recording, I don't remember. Um... It's called like the Ro Robo Robot, something like that. Um, shoot, I forget the name. But anyways, um, going back to where I was going with it, a lot of companies are releasing. I mean, GHL is another company that's releasing, but a lot of companies are releasing auto uh, auto testing systems and auto dosing systems, uh, mainly triggered towards alkalinity and calcium and of course some magnesium so that that's really cool seeing the industry go to that uh, that point because obviously as we all know testing can be pretty pretty big headache I mean to be very honest with you guys I I honestly don't care much of the dosing side of it but I would surely care a lot of a reliable system that can uh, do the test for us I think that's going to be uh, big and crucial um, you know, in our, in our hobby, because obviously something that's difficult to do, we're probably not going to be doing very much. So, you know, that's something I'd like to see come out. <clears throat> and, of, and I know what you guys are going to say, there's already a few companies like Alcatronic that, that have it. Um, but having a company that can essentially test uh, major elements and minor trace elements as well. But 
who knows, we may be, you know, a few years away from at least the minor trace elements. I mean, the only real way to do that is with ICP testing. And I don't know about you guys, but I can't afford an ICP testing thing. I think those things are super expensive. Um, but it'd be really cool to see eventually uh, the hobby evolve to that, uh, you know, later down the road. So, so yeah, that was uh, s- some great product there that was at Magna. Another cool thing I did see, and I'm sure you guys have seen by now, are um, the Kessel lights. So the Kessel released the 360X. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not a Kessel fanboy. Uh, I'm not a Kessel fan. I've never owned a Kessel. I'm not saying they suck. I'm not saying they're no good. I've just never owned them to really know, uh, you know, much in depth about them other than the shimmer. Um, I do know, I've seen them in person with the shimmer and personally, I didn't enjoy it. It, it, uh, it really, you know, gave me a headache and started making me feel nauseous and something that I personally wouldn't be able to stand. Some people love it. I personally didn't, you know, to each their own. But anyways, Kessel did release a um, 360X. Now, the Kessel 360X, I haven't reviewed it, but from what I've seen, it's a stronger, smaller, uh, better light, more controllable, uh, where they actually now let you control the individual colors. So for you guys that aren't aware of Kessel, their previous lights are only able to control spectrum. So you're able to control kind of the light. Uh, how should I say, the color you want as far as the white to blue spe- uh, color, but it chooses a spectrum for you automatically, which is really cool because obviously any spectrum it, the software chooses, it's proven to be the best spectrum and can almost guarantee that your corals are going to be happy. Well, you know, people like me and people that like tinkering stuff, they weren't happy with that. They wanted to be able to in, uh, to control every color, you know, if you really wanted to, no matter what Kessel said, right? So it's great to see companies listening. Kessel obviously did listen, and they uh, they released that. So that was very cool. You know, maybe in the future we can get our um, our hands on one of those. But like I said, as of now, um, you know, there's really no plans, or at least that I know, is Kessel sending me one, right? So not much testing going on. Um, another great product that uh, that I personally saw release, and I'm sure you guys as well have seen by now is the, uh, what is it called? It's the Aqua Illumination Nero 5. So for you guys that uh, that saw that, that was a great product. It, it, what it really is, it's a circulation pump. So you're probably saying, so what can be different about the circulation pump? There's like 50 circulation pumps out there, right? <laughs> so MP10 um, has, and it's still a stellar circulation pump. You know, I think... What Ecotech did with the MP10 still to this day is amazing. You know, um, the way they were really able to reinvent the wheel and come out with something that was completely different uh, was something they deserve props for. You know, they were able to produce uh, a pump with the motor on the outside, the propeller on the inside, the wires on the outside. So pretty much there's no heat inside the tank. Um, The noise, you know, I personally have an MP10. And if I were to give you my honest opinion, I feel it's pretty loud. Um, not crazy loud, but louder than my gyre. Uh, what did I used to have? My gyre 230. Um, as far as heat, I've never had an issue with, with a pump releasing that much heat into a tank where it becomes an issue. But who knows? I haven't been in the hobby that long, right? 
Um, but nonetheless, guys, I'm not trying to talk bad on MP10. I think they, they still did a great job releasing that. But going back, Aqualumination released a Nero 5. So the Nero 5, one thing that I liked over the MP10, one thing I don't like about the MP10, should I say, is that you cannot adjust exactly where the power head points. It pretty much sits flush against your glass, and that's it. You cannot direct it either 5 degrees down, 10 degrees down, you know, what have you. So the Nero 5, I believe it gives you a total of 10 to 15 degrees of movement in any direction. Um, the wire does run inside the tank, but it's a very small wire. Uh, but the pump itself, guys, to you know, it pushes 3,000 gallons of water. For it pushing as big as it pushes, it's a very small footprint. I believe it's a little bit, no, it's, it's similar size to an MP10 which is ridiculous. I, I don't think the MP10 will push anywhere close to 3,000 gallons. Um, and I, I recently just saw Reef Dude's uh, update video, and it, I honestly didn't think you'd be able to run it on a tank as small as 20 gallons. Um, so after seeing that, I may be ordering one for the JBJ45 uh, tank, which obviously, as you guys may or may not know, that's what I have. So that's, that's pretty cool. I, I'd love to do a comparison video on the MP10 um, although it's kind of not fair because it's it's a more powerful pump than an MP10, uh, but it's it's a similar uh, footprint as far as the MP10. So that'll that'll be probably something down the road. You know, we can later chat about, and obviously we'll probably have an episodes on uh, on power heads and and so on and so forth. So um, another one of my plans for this podcast, guys, uh, and I hope you guys don't. Uh, get bothered by my rambling. I, I love talking about this hobby. So, um, of course we'll make adjustments if I ramble too much down the road, but another place I want to take this podcast aside from talking about these great events, the great products, so on and so forth. I want to have every single reefer that we look up to and admire and aspire to become on this podcast. Um, some examples, Drew's Lagoon, um, uh, Queen of Reef, Aquarium Shalom, Nano Care, an inappropriate reefer, JC's Aquarium, or not JC's, <laughs> CJ's Aquarium. Hopefully he doesn't hear this. CJ's Aquarium, um, Rico's Reef Tank, um, uh, Reef Dudes, I mean, DC Reefer, Mighty Nano Tank. The list goes on and on. Um, you know, more importantly, we all look at these people's tanks, but we all ask ourselves, what do they dose? When do they do their water changes? What do they feed? What's your light schedule? What this, what that, you know, everything, right? So I'd love to be able to get all these guys and not together, but get them, get, you know, able to interview all these people and talk about their setups. Cause I think, you know, if I knew a place where I could go and see these guys set up or listen to these guys setups, trust me, I'd be there. Right. Cause we all look up to these people's tanks. Uh, so that, that's one of the plans I, I, I want to have all those people on here, not only one time, but on a regular basis, uh, because this hobby is always evolving. Um, there's always issues with tanks that, that, that we have to overcome, whether nuisance algae, whether uh, dosing, pH. I mean, you know, there, there's just so much stuff. So we can always learn from these people. Uh, so when we do encounter those issues, obviously, uh, hopefully we find a way to figure it out, right? Um, so that's, that's another section, right? So another place I, I, or some other things I also want to do with this channel uh, or this podcast is be able to have companies come on and one, promote new products, right? So if there's a new hot product coming out that everybody's raving about, this will be a place that companies can come and share it. You can come listen to it 
and really hear from the engineers, the designers that made this, you know, the, the, the great things, the benefits, how to operate, how not, you know, just a little stuff like that that you may miss from an instruction manual, right? Um, obviously, any companies, they already have product out there um, just to learn more about a product, right? Um, maybe to clean up any bad rap on certain products, um, you know, because, you know, every company has certain flaws in certain products, but uh, what really differentiates the company is not the issues they have, but how they overcome those issues, right? So that's typically done with updates. Um, so, you know, just stuff like that, have companies come and share um, any new products they have coming out. And yeah, that, that that's pretty much my plans, guys, for, for this podcast and, and kind of where I plan to take it. Um, you know, forgive me for maybe not making this podcast as smooth as possible. This is my first one. I've never in my life ever done a podcast. So I'm trying to, you know, make it as entertaining as I can, you know, share as much as I can to hopefully keep you guys listening. But obviously, as, as this goes on, guys, on my website, um, The Reef Talk, we have a section that says contact us. So in that section, you can go in there and you can actually fill out the form. Let me know what you want to hear right? I obviously I produce these for you guys. So I want to be producing content that you guys want to listen to. So it really helped me out. If you, you know, drop me something in the, in the contact box, let me know if you like that episode. Uh, first, let me know what episode you're talking about. Then let me know, you know, what you thought about it, how I could have done it better. Um, any input you guys have for future episodes. Um, if I do end up using your idea, you'll get an exclusive shout out at the beginning of the podcast as a big thank you to you. Um, so I'm going to try my best to read all those comments um, for you guys. And um, yeah, guys, I think we're going to pretty much wrap up this podcast here. And um, yeah, like I said, I just want to come on, introduce myself and what my plans are uh, for this uh, Reef Talk podcast. And uh, I'll kind of drop a little, a little hint here, a little secret for you guys. You're not going to want to miss the next one. We have, we're going to have a big Instagram uh, guest speaker here with us. Now, I'll give you a hint. She's a female. She's a woman, a woman reefer um, with a beautiful reef tank. So you're not going to want to miss it, guys. And to guarantee you don't miss it, guys, in the homepage and actually any page, you can subscribe uh, to our newsletter. So by you subscribing to the newsletter, you're not going to get spam. I'm not looking to spam you guys, right? I'm looking uh, to obviously keep you informed anytime we do have maybe that guest speaker you're looking for to make sure you don't miss it. Um, also, every not every month, but every so often, probably every two months, we're going to have giveaways, okay? So everyone that's in the newsletter, if you're subscribed, you're going to automatically be entered to these giveaways, so we're going to announce those um, here on the podcast. You know, when, we're, when we are going to be having those, I will announce it. So if you're not subscribed, you can be sure to still have time to subscribe. And obviously, when we do have the winner, we're going to be announcing them here on the Reef Talk podcast. So that was going to or that's it for today, guys. Again, I'm Antonio, your host here with the Reef Talk podcast. Thank you much for listening in on our first episode. And as always, guys, happy reefing.